The following is a reflection on the readings for Wednesday of the 20th week of Ordinary Time. The first reading is taken from Ezekiel chapter 34, verses 1 to 11. The response is taken from Psalm 23, and the Gospel from Matthew chapter 20, verses 1 to 16. Our readings today employ two different metaphors to describe God's remarkable relationship with us, His people. In the first reading, Israel's leaders are criticized for being false shepherds who instead of protecting, feeding, and leading the people, were self-serving so that the sheep were left scattered and vulnerable to their enemies. These false shepherds included Israel's political rulers, but also the religious leaders. In response, God says that he himself will search for his sheep and rescue them. This metaphor continues to develop in today's Psalm 23, where Yahweh is described as the shepherd who leads the sheep to lie down in green pastures. King David, who authored this psalm, was himself a shepherd in his youth and so had intimate experience of how defenseless and afraid sheep are with respect to their enemies. Knowing that fast-flowing streams frighten the sheep, the shepherd cares even in this small detail by leading them beside the still waters. Applied to our fears, God who knows us intimately leads us in the path of righteousness away from the devil and his evil ways, and even through the valley of the shadow of death. The shepherd's rod is for hitting, and therefore protection, and his staff for leading, and therefore sure guidance, and together they comfort the sheep. As far as feeding the sheep, David points to a table prepared in the presence of our enemies, with our cup overflowing, and our head anointed with oil. Anointing in the ancient world was reserved for royalty and honored guests. Jesus builds on this metaphor in the Gospels by calling himself in John chapter 10, the Good Shepherd who will feed the sheep in an extraordinary way. In the miracle of the multiplication of the loaves and fish, Jesus makes the people sit down on the green grass, a reference to Psalm 23, and nourishes the sheep both by his teaching and physical food. But this is only preliminary to the great messianic banquet of the Last Supper, where the sacrament of the Eucharist is enacted so that we can be fed with the finest food of Christ's body, blood, soul, and divinity our entire lives. This ultimately points to and pairs us for the eternal banquet of the Lord in heaven. Our cup indeed overflows. Through the sacraments of baptism, confirmation, and the anointing of the sick, our head is anointed with the oil of catechumens, sacred chrism, and healing, so that once again, during vital stages of life, we are lavished by God's provision and protection. Thus, the last two verses of Psalm 23 are fulfilled, quote, Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. End of quote. In today's Gospel, a second metaphor describes God as a landowner who goes out at various times of the workday to hire laborers for his vineyard. Once again, God's extravagant provision is on display as the landowner pays those who came late, even at the eleventh hour, the same wage as those who were hired first. Two points can be highlighted. First, 
the landowner made several trips to the marketplace, and each time, finding laborers standing idle, directs them to his vineyard. Like the shepherd in the first reading who gathered the scattered sheep, who as such were vulnerable to attack by their enemies, so Jesus the good shepherd gathers his people from idle living to his vineyard as laborers sharing the dignity of participating in the Lord's harvest. At the time this parable was told, the laborers hired early referred to Israel, and the latecomers the Gentiles. But for us today, generosity is emphasized particularly in the new covenant of God's grace so lavishly poured out in the sacraments, especially reconciliation and the Eucharist. In gratitude for receiving such unmerited favor, we should be all the more encouraged to invite others on behalf of the landowner to come into his vineyard. Rather than imitating the elder brother in the parable of the prodigal son, begrudging or being envious of those who come late, perhaps even on one's deathbed after a life of sin, let us rejoice, trusting that the good shepherd, the landowner, will not only receive repentant souls, but lavish his saving grace in equal measure to all, so that the banquet table in heaven will be full. Moreover, may we, as skilled laborers, be the scribe trained for the kingdom of heaven, who, like a householder, brings out of his treasure what is new and what is old, so that the harvest may be plentiful. As this gospel parable was commented on frequently by the church fathers, I conclude by quoting from one of the homilies of St. Pope Gregory the Great, a doctor of the church. Quote, Since one person is brought to a good life in childhood, another in youth, another in young adulthood, another in old age, another at the age of infirmity, it is as if workmen are being called to the vineyard at different hours. Look at your conduct, my friends, and see if you are still God's workmen. Let everyone reflect on what he is doing, and consider whether he is laboring in the Lord's vineyard. No one who seeks his own will in this life has come to the Lord's vineyard. The Lord's laborers are those who think not of their own concerns, but of the Lord's, live lives of devotion with charitable zeal, who are intent on gaining souls, who hasten to bring others with them to life. Why do you stand here all day idle, even though you have not been willing to live for God in your childhood and young adulthood, at least come to your right mind in the final time of your life. Come to the ways of life, even though you will not labor much now and are late. 